Hello everyone and welcome to Education Checkup. I'm Johnette Magner. We're a weekly podcast here at KTBS and we cover what is happening in education in Northwest Louisiana. I am joined today by my co-host, Dr. Philip Roseman. He is a local cardiologist, but he is here today as a champion of education in Northwest Louisiana. He's past chairman of Blueprint Louisiana and a recent recipient of the Bob Ham Lifetime Distinguished Service Award given by the Council for Better Louisiana. Welcome, Dr. Roseman. Well, thank you very much, uh, Johnette. We have a real treat uh, for the next few minutes to learn about a program that's fantastic. And um, it, uh, uh, I have a really good friend, uh, General Peyton Cole, who I think was very instrumental, I think, in early days of uh, Starbase. Uh, and he used to tell me all about what's going on in Starbase, and he was so excited about it. And we're gonna we're gonna get that excitement today. So I, I know nothing about it, so I'm very excited. Uh, all right, to learn. so we're ready to learn. All right. Well, we we have today our our guest Laurie Ilgenfritz, who uh, is the executive director of Starbase. Awesome. Richard Scott, who's uh, the deputy executive director to Starbase, and we want to learn a little bit about it. So I'll just throw it out. Tell us about the Starbase <laughs> program. Tell us about what it is and and uh, how it got started. And it's your own. Absolutely. Well, thank you for having us on. Um, Starbase is a Department of Defense STEM education program, and it's located in 85 sites across the United States, Guam, and Puerto Rico. And of those 85 sites, five of them are actually in Louisiana. We have more sites than anyone other than California. So that's pretty exciting. Starbase Louisiana was founded in 1999, and since then, we have served over 40,000 area fifth grade students with uh, an exciting hands-on uh, STEM curriculum. And uh, they come to us for five days, spend five hours each day, and they, have, they leave being successful in chemistry, physics, CAD engineering, rocketry, robotics, coding, geometry, um, and much more. So we're really excited um, to be able to provide that to the local school districts. And not only do we have a fifth grade focus, but uh, Starbase Louisiana has one of the largest middle school programs within DOD Starbase. And our middle school program is a little different. Our middle school team goes out to the local schools and they reinforce state standards by bringing in exciting technologies like drones, robotic arms, large Tetrix robots, uh, energy generating windmills, and we're really excited this next year to be rolling out a VR program. And so our middle school program is robust, but there's more because we were also the first uh, Starbase in the nation to roll out uh, in-depth high school program. So our high schoolers participate in the American Rocketry Challenge, which is the world's largest rocketry competition. And for the last three years, we have actually taken multiple teams who have qualified for the national competition, which puts them in the top 7% of rocketry students in the nation. Now we're talking about over 800 teams and when they get to nationals, they do really well. We have actually had a team get into the top 25 in the nation, which qualifies them to work on a NASA project. So all of that is happening right here in Northwest Louisiana. Okay, I, I, 
I'm intrigued, building rockets. Okay. <laughs> it's a little hard for me to imagine what that's like. What, what are these and what do they do and how high do they go and all that good stuff. Richard is a big part of our okay. Starbase Advanced program, so I'll let him tell you what they're doing this year. Every year they slightly change the challenge so that students can't copy what they did last year. So they tweak the rules just let you have to reinvent the wheel slightly. It's a little more difficult than it may seem. Everybody thinks, well, I can launch a rocket if I want it to go higher, just put a uh, bigger I engine I don't in. think that. <laughs> the student mindset. <laughs> but we're trying to train the future engineers. What, what does NASA need? Uh, and this is just an engineering project. We choose rocketry because that's exciting. It's something that nobody else does or can do in our area. So they have to take a rocket and go exactly 830 feet in the air. Not more, not less. Not more, not less. Wow. And just to prove that your rocket is safe and gonna land safely, let's put a raw egg inside it. And it needs to come down without breaking. Oh and you know what, let's make sure it comes down when we want it to. So it needs to come down in about 42 seconds. How so do now, you do that? Exactly. <laughs> that's and that's a lot of physics. And, and that's math. what we do. It's <laughs> the first thought is it's a lot of physics, it's a lot of math. And we think, let's take it step by step. First, let's just get it in the air. How do we get it where we want it to go? How do we make it safe? How do we make it come down? And when they break it down piece by piece, they find out, hey, I can do this. And then we start introducing the math. And the kids are, hey, this is algebra I learned in middle school. That's why I need to learn that program. That's why I need to learn that formula. It all starts making sense. The pieces start coming together. They get excited about what they've been learning in school, and now they want to learn more. And you know, we give them the software to simulate it. We give them the software to design it. They 3D design. They build things. They use CO2 lasers. They use 3D printers. And they do all of this. And basically, they become engineers, and they've done this year-long project, uh, they have a chance to win money. First place wins up to 20,000 cash for the student team, not the school, but for the students. Uh, they win national recognition if they do this, but they walk away with a skill set. And you know, the first year we took kids to nationals, every senior went into an engineering major in college. Mm -hmm. Four of those kids, like she said, were on what they call the NASA Student Launch in Initiative, where they built even bigger rockets and launched real payloads into low Earth orbit. So we're training those engineers right here in this area, and we're, we're showing the, the nation that, hey, you can count on us to do this. And it help, hopefully is gonna bring more industry back so we can keep this talent local, because that's our big goal, is to get some talent and, and train it and keep it locally. Don't yeah. let any other state steal it from us. Correct. Right. You know, we've, for a long time, we've been uh, you know, wanting to train more engineers, being able to do that in our universities and stuff, and this is just a step to get more kids interested in engineers and hopefully staying around in Northwest Louisiana for the university and uh, uh, training. How is this connected to Barksdale or is it? Yes, it is. It's, uh, since we're a Department of Defense program, almost all 85 sites are located on military installations and we are sponsored by the 307th Bomb Wing on Barksdale. And every Starbase has to have a sponsoring unit. We're one of only four Air Force Reserve sites, but um, there's always a component of DOD. And a lot of people wonder, why is the DOD paying for a program for little kids? Mm -hmm. I get that question a lot. Mm -hmm. But if you think about it, it's forward thinking. 
because the DOD is the largest employer of scientists and engineers within the federal government. But then if you think about all the supporting industry for the DOD, it's the largest STEM employer in the nation. So we need a good homegrown STEM skilled workforce. Mm -hmm. And even if you go outside of the DOD, just having a strong STEM skilled workforce across the nation mm -hmm. leads to strong a strong economy, which again helps uh, helps our nation. So, the Department of Defense, back in 1993, was really forward thinking and realized we've got as the baby boomers leave, we need to be able to have trained professionals moving into those. You know. Now, are you just doing this in Bossier, or do you have Caddo as well, or or other parishes in the area? We primarily work with Bossier Parish. That is because uh, about 15 years ago, they recognized uh, the value of the program and wanted all of their students, all mm. of their fifth grade students to participate. And so we actually have a teacher at Starbase that is paid for by Bossier Parish. They have a teacher permanently assigned to Starbase so that we can work with three classes a day, allowing the vast majority of Bossier Parish students in fifth grade to come through our program. They also do a lot of in-kind services for Starbase, and so when we make our calendar in the spring, we give preference to Bossier Parish. But this year, we've had uh, and more parishes than ever before come through Starbase. Not only Caddo Parish schools, but we've had them come from uh, Lincoln Parish to come to Starbase, from Webster Parish, from Red River Parish. Uh, <coughs> during state testing, when nobody leaves the schools, we work with private schools. We work with homeschool groups. Um, we're a very busy place. Very. And how do, how do people who have an interest, schools or uh, private schools or public schools, how do they how do they express that and uh, how do they get it potentially involved with Starbase, or parts of Starbase? Uh, we work with almost every Bossier Parish school. And so Bossier Parish is pretty much taken care of. In Caddo Parish, the uh, science supervisor is the one who selects the schools. And then private schools or homeschool groups, they just reach out to us and um, let us know that they're interested. And when we have a spot in our calendar, we put them in. You know, the other thing that attracts me to this idea is um, oftentimes I think kids get the wrong idea about the military and how important the military is and what being in the military means and the potential of the military. I think in a way you're showing children in the fifth grade, you know, you know, a really bright side of being involved in the military. And that's right. another huge place where people can make a really good living right out of high school and early college. And, and we often forget about the military. In my days, we had ROTC and all, all, a lot of in touch with military. Not necessarily, I don't think, as much today. And so this is really, I don't know, have you ever thought about that? Or? Well, actually, Absolutely. that's a great thing because the best way they see that is our middle and high school program. We recruit sponsors on base or mentors. And so we have several of our military community who volunteer an hour or two of their week and they go over on their own time to the middle schools and high schools and they help our staff 
as a mentor, think about like a big brother program, yeah. is yeah. they'll sit down and we have small groups, like a group of four, and they're there just to bounce ideas off of. And they explain to those students that, you know, I paid attention to math in school, so it helped me do X, Y, Z at my job. You know, it's, it's, you'll get through this. It's not that bad. And it's really is encouraging to those students just to have somebody there to ask a question. And a lot of times they may be afraid to ask the teacher. They may be embarrassed not to know an answer. But when they have this mentor next to them and they love seeing the guys in uniform and they'll, oh, yeah. they'll ask them that question, it's, it's, it's a great way to get that community. It's, we, we love the fact that they volunteer their time and help us out. And students sometimes, when a teacher says something, that's just the teacher. But this is a real person, <laughs> a real person who's saying something. Um, there was one project where we were talking about center of gravity and how important that was for what they were constructing. And the mentor that had come from the base um, said within the B-52, as they're flying, the fuel has to be leveled out from one side of the plane to the other because if they just use the fuel from the one side then the mass right. is not evenly distributed the kids were utterly fascinated and then it actually meant something to them because that was a real world example and uh that was that was a really cool time yeah it really it really is it's it's really interesting what is it uh, do the do the teachers go with the students to the to the uh, program or yes they do okay so they get to see their face light up yes okay when they're really engaged and that's that's our whole goal is for them to see their students in a different light right this is they're there for a week and they interact with their students but they're more alongside their students they're not having to teach them so they can see how these students react in a different setting right. they can actually be their friend for the week and not have to worry so much about mm -hmm. education they can worry about helping them out they can walk around and it's it's very enlightening for a lot of them to, to participate in that. Yeah, that sounds and 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 being and the students just probably I suspect very engaged, okay? And oftentimes they never they don't get to see that as much. Correct. Because right. so many things have been taken away from the classroom as far as hands-on. Yeah. Due to safety, due to budget, due to so many reasons, we, we are allowed to put that back in their hands. Right. And that, that's a great thing. And the big thing, teachers have to come because this is still a class day. Mm -hmm. This is yeah. still their class at a remote location. This is not a field trip. This is not meant for it to be fun day of nothing else. They're learning. We are matching the state standards that those teachers need. And we, we give them that. And that's what they really appreciate is, hey, we're still helping you just in a different way. So the students can have a slightly different way of seeing that concept and, oh, now it clicks. Well, I, I noticed that our Starbase, Louisiana, you guys, uh, have been awarded uh, for your work, recognized for your work within the Department of Defense. What What are y'all doing special at Starbase here? You know, that maybe others are not doing. What What are What? I, I will tell you, we were very humble to receive that award. That was an amazing accomplishment for our staff. That award is normally for scientists and researchers. And when we say Department of Defense, we're talking every branch of the service, every research institute of the entire U.S. Department of Defense, Army, Navy, Air Force, Marine, Coast Guard. And they chose us because they see that we're helping that future. And, you know, they said, look, you are setting the groundwork so that we can have a future in this country. And, and that's what it meant to us is, you know, keep doing what you're doing. And, you know, it's not just that. We're awarded 
a level three site, which means we're one of the top star bases in the nation, because we go beyond, we don't just teach our kids, we teach other star bases. You know, mm -hmm. just recently, or last year, a group came down from Little Rock because they're opening a new star base there. Well, we trained them. You know, w we constantly do that. We provide, you know, lots of support to other star bases because it's not, it's about students across the entire country, not just mm -hmm. here. And so that's, that's why we get all these accolades and our teachers are special. We hold our teachers to a higher standard, higher requirements to, to get the job just so we can do those kind of things. And you're, you're expanding on it. I mean, you're not just taking status quo. No, no, I mean, no. You, I mean, it when used it comes to be to just this, you only did this. Now y'all have added this and right. then looking at adding right. this. When Starbase says, here's the lessons you're gonna do, we've created most of those lessons. We submit those to the national board and yeah. a lot of those lessons were created right here in Bossier City. That's great. Well, just for all of us, what, what do you think is the key to, you know, y'all's success? and Starbase, what's the, what's Our the love for the kids. There's our love for the kids. There is the fact that we are excited about what we do. We, we make a difference in the lives of kids. When they come to Starbase, a lot of the things that kids don't like about school don't exist at Starbase. It's a very different learning environment. We don't assign that, we don't give them grades. We encourage them to fail. Failing is actually a large part of the learning process. If you're not trying something and not being successful, then you're not, you're not learning. So when kids come, we give them a challenge and we say, try it. And at first they're really scared to try because it might, they might not get it right. And so that instilling that growth mindset is a large mm -hmm. part of what we're trying to do with the kids to let them know you're not going to get it right the first time. And that's just collecting data and you figure out why it didn't go right and you go from there and you try it again. And so by the time their day five rolls around, most of what they do on day five is um, kind of capstone challenges where they're taking everything that they learned at Starbase and applying it to solve a problem. We don't consider STEM education being just more science or more math. That's not what it's about. STEM is when you take your knowledge of science and math, the tools of technology, and you engineer the solution to a problem. That's what the world's really like. I mean, when's the last time you did a wor math worksheet in your job? It doesn't happen. Mm -hmm. You use math as a tool to solve a problem. And so we're able to engage the kids in these kinds of projects so that they can see learning math and learning science, there really is a purpose for it. Mm -hmm. And engineering is simply trying to solve a problem, getting something wrong, and rethinking it and doing it again. I mean, that's a life skill. Say that again now, it's, uh, it's the it's using math and using science. And the tools using of Using the tools of technology to solve, to a, solve problem. a problem, which is what engineering Correct. is. Correct. That's great. You know, that's really, uh, I've not ever thought about it that way. Uh, uh, what, uh, um, I think what we use, what we try to do is we want to also get to you to impart some words of wisdom to those uh, uh, here that are wa watching, that you've learned. Uh, so I'll just give each one of you, and ask you if you would just relay some words of wisdom that you want to relay, okay? related to Starbase or, or just life. 
uh, our, our teaching, our education. Mm -hmm. Y'all have shared some really great things about a really great program that has really great results. Uh, and so we want to know what those words of wisdom might be. Gotcha. You go first. I would <laughs> say give the kids a chance and have a little more faith in them than you mm -hmm. really think. Of. We spend a lot of time in education trying to fill, 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 fill with knowledge. And we don't stop and ask them what they want to do with that knowledge or give them a chance to, to use it. So we need a little bit more time to express that creativity, to experiment. And you know that's what we like is the, the hands-on so they can just have time to think about what they do. When we finish a mission, we have to make those kids get up and leave because they want to stay there and keep doing it. Whereas how many times are kids watching the clock? When's class over with? Mm -hmm. We don't have that problem. Of they're always asking for more time. I mean, I just left from teaching a class, teaching CAD engineering, 3D design to fifth graders. And they're just wanting more. What does this button do? You know what, why don't you press that? Why don't you find out? You can always hit undo. You know, it's just giving them that safe environment to experiment is, is what they really need. And, and I'll say this in thinking about this, Kudos also to the Bozier School System who recognized the, you know, the importance of this in hands-on learning and how a good um, partnership, you know, does such a win-win. It is a win-win partnership. And the schools and the parents and the community. Right. So. It's, it's been a definite benefit by having a good partnership. One thing that I think that we do that I would love to see um, happen more in education is giving kids a roadmap, helping them understand that what you are learning today can be applied tomorrow, um, showing them what opportunities are out there. When our kids complete a mission at Starbase, that's another thing. Here, I'm gonna get a, here's a soapbox. Make learning fun. Learning, kids come into this world wanting to learn. If you look at a toddler, they're, they're putting things in their mouth, they're banging things, they're trying this, they're trying that. We're wired to learn and kids want to learn. And so make learning fun. When they come to Starbase, they're having so much fun that they don't realize how much they are learning. Mm -hmm. They just think they're having a great time. But during the course of that learning, we try to show them different careers where we say, if you liked this, here is a career where they do this for a living. Or if you're interested in this, you might want to think about doing this. There are so many kids who are not aware of what's out there and you can't be what you can't see. If you don't know it's possible for your future, then you can't strive toward it. And so exposing some kids to careers that they don't know are out there is huge. Mm -hmm. But also, we are preparing kids today for careers that don't yet exist. There are so many careers right now that 10 years ago nobody had ever heard of. Mm -hmm. And that is increasing exponentially. It's going so much faster. So we've got to get the skills and the interest in the kids so that uh, when those careers do come around, uh, then the kids will know this is something that I might want to do. Well, you know, one of the things, just a, a pet peeve of mine or just a thought of mine, um, when I think about my, uh, my life, my, my work life, which is a doctor, uh, you know, the kids know what a doctor and a nurse are generally speaking. 
but there is so much more to healthcare than mm. the doctor and the nurse. And, uh, you know, that we don't know about, or it, it, parents don't know about, and certainly kids don't know about. And I'll say the same thing about the military. I think there's yes. probably a lot about the military that parents and kids don't ever know. So what can we do, okay, continue to do? This is one way of doing it, but are there other things? What do we do to show children, you know, what's out there, what future might exist for them? What are those you know, jobs that are, how do they be prepared for jobs that we don't even know that they're gonna do it. But just thinking about healthcare, thinking about the military, just do you have any thoughts about how we can best well, like Lori said, of you know, we expose the kids, and one of the very last things we do is mm -hmm. we give them this little self-guided survey that they take online, and they put in all the things they like and dislike, and it recommends careers wow. based on their preferences, and it tells them, hey, based on this, you could do this job if you have a high school diploma. You could do this job if you have a four-year degree. You could do this job if you had more than a four-year degree. So it gives them uh, a very scaffolded choice based mm -hmm. on their likes and dislikes. And it seems to be very accurate because a lot of the teachers take it too just for fun. And all of a sudden it says you should be a teacher <laughs> based yeah. on your likes and dislikes. Or, or it may say something weird and we're like, huh, and they're like, I used to do that before I was a teacher. You know? So it's, it, it seems to be very accurate. And, that's, and it's something we pay for, you know, for all the Bossier's kids to do and uh, it gives them ideas because they're like, well, what is that? Well, there you go. We've yeah. exposed them to something they didn't know about. There was one student when we were doing this, and I will never forget it. This student took the assessment and it showed the different careers, and the student called me over and said, look, look they think I can do this. Mm -hmm. Just the fact that some computer program yeah. mm -hmm. thought that that student was capable of doing this incredible career. The child had tears in their eyes. That, Look, they think I can do this. Well, of course, baby, you can do that. You yeah. need to do some things to prepare for it, but you absolutely can do that. So that's, that's mm -hmm. huge. And uh, what you impart to them about the science and the math and the technology and the engineering, that they might think, I could never do that okay because it's just too hard okay mm -hmm. I mean they learn a different thing by watching that it is a step-by-step -step thing all of these things science tech technology engineering math now all are step-by-step -step processes and you just take a bite of it at a time and right. you can do what any uh, mm -hmm. great NASA engineer can do one yeah. of the things that we really want is for kids to leave Starbase knowing I did chemistry and I was good at it. I did physics and it was pretty fun. I did geometry and it wasn't a problem. That algebra, piece of cake. So when they mm -hmm. get to middle school, they hear these scary sounding words, they know I did that at Starbase and I was pretty good at it. Well, it's always a question that I ask at the end of every interview and uh, it's just a personal question about uh, uh, why you decided why you decided to live your life your adult life and stay here in Shreveport Bossier what was it that attracts you here okay you can go live anywhere in the United States both of you um, but what attracts you to here uh, in Shreveport Bossier what's what 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 are, what's, what are we doing right here in Shreveport Bossier well 
I'm a military brat myself. My father was in the Air Force, and so I lived in Europe. I lived all over the place. And then we came went and retired here. And um, I grew up here, and my husband is from here. But at one time, we applied to teach at Dodd schools overseas. We were thinking about where, where do we want to be? But this area has a lot to offer. Um, we got involved in the schools and as teachers we're both educators and we realized this is where I want to make a difference this is a place where well I can make a difference and um, one of the things that we want to do with the kids is show them you can do all these cool careers but you can do them here we don't want our talent leaving we want to develop Northwest Louisiana and um, I'm just excited about the Starbase program in this area. I think it's doing incredible things, and there is nowhere I would rather be than with the Starbase program here on Barksdale. Fantastic. And I'll tell you, uh, you know, I'm from Monroe, and my wife and I actually moved out of state. Uh, we moved to Colorado for about five years because the economy in Monroe was declining really bad when GM left and State Farm mm -hmm. left. and we were really worried about the education of our kids. And we moved to Colorado of all places, had some family, and lots of things to do there, beautiful. And that after a few years, we realized, you know what? Mm -hmm. Where I went to school is older than this state, you know? Yeah. And the food here is pretty bland, and there's <laughs> zero culture here because <laughs> nobody's from here, everybody's from everywhere else, you know? Right. So little by little, we were like, like we were on vacation too long, it's really time to go home. And so, we, you know, we decided to move back to Louisiana. You know, we had lots of other choices, but we decided, you know what, we need to move back to where, you know, where we're used to, where the culture is, where the family is, where the, the values are different. And, uh, you know, we chose this area because there's, there's a lot to do here. And, and like Lori said, we want to keep stuff there. And if y'all have time later on, we'd love to do another episode of how we're going to keep jobs here with our middle mm -hmm. and high school program. Okay. We'll sure do that. But we thank you very much uh, for what yes. you're doing. I think y'all are making a huge difference in lots of people's lives. And I can say we're very appreciative of people like you uh, that give their life, you know, to help others. And so, uh, and I think Starbase is a, a program that is very innovative and very unique. And we're just lucky to have it here uh, with the base yeah. uh, here in Shreveport Bossier. Thank you. All right, thank you for Thank y'all for having us. us. And thank you to all of you for joining us for Education Checkup. You can view our other podcasts anywhere you listen to them or go to our website at ktbs.com slash podcast. Have a good day and join us next time for Education Checkup.